Hello, everyone. Happy New Year 2022. I hope you had a good holiday. And we are back with our first podcast um, of the new year. Um, before I get started, we do have a special guest with us today joining me on the Artless Bastard podcast. But before we get into that, I just want to go over some news and updates. The next show that is opening is our group show called Home. And then really excited to have a solo show of Darren Morris. So visit our website so you can learn more about that. This is going to be a really interesting um, opening reception. It is Thursday, January 20th, 6 to 8 p.m. You guys always free to attend any of our opening receptions. And of course, um, to visit the gallery, it is always free. Our current call for art is now open, which is photography. Um, as a photographer, I am excited to see um, entries coming in. This includes film, digital, alternative processing, you know, mixed media. Photography basically has to be the medium um, that stands out for your work. All right. So we are going to talk about continuing with our misconceptions um, of the art world. And we're going to talk today, our topic's going to be that basically not enough women create decent artwork. But before we get into that, I'm going to introduce Chrissy is here with me today. If you go to our homepage, you'll see that she is teaching an intentional business planning workshop um, coming up here soon. If you're unable to make this one, we will be offering um, this, I don't know, maybe like every couple months or so. And this is really good for you, anybody who's in a creative field. You need to kind of do some business planning and you need to figure out what direction you're gonna go to be the most successful. But I'm gonna have her introduce herself and tell you a little bit more about that and then we'll get into our topic. Hello everybody, um, my name is Chrissy Zeggers. I, oh my gosh, I'm kind of a jack of all trades. I work primarily as a coach working with women that are overdoing, overcommitting to find more connection and balance so they can thrive. I also come here to the Artless Bastard and actually use some of my business skills. So I have a background in corporate for about the last 16 plus years. So I bring that in here. So I help creative people figure out how they can create a sustainable business for themselves in a way that resonates for them. You know, we're gonna toss out the tech, textbooks on how exactly it needs to look and really find a sustainable way that artists can actually thrive in their business. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really excited for these workshops and classes because I think that's super important. Um, you know, as a creative, we like to make, we like to create. Obviously, being in the studio or wherever your space is, is where we want to spend much of our time. But then, you know, obviously on the flip side, we still need to understand how to run our business. And that's where you come in. For sure. Yeah. Like, you guys can create all day. But yeah. if your goal is to be an artist that makes money, you need to sell your stuff. So how can we create a model where you're not burning out because you feel like you're pushing so hard all the time to make the sale? It's all about finding that proper balance of like, hey, be as creative as you want, but then let's take a look at how to create a business system that's sustainable for you so you're not burning out doing something that might be, you know, you'd rather be 
doing your thing all day versus trying to sell the thing. So we get to take a look at how to do that in a way that you can thrive instead of feeling like, oh man, got to do this again. No, I mean, I totally agree. And you know I get excited talking about business stuff. So um, you guys head to our website at artlessbastard.com. Register for that um, class that's coming up and then get on our newsletter if you're not able to make that one. Um, It's something we are going to revisit repeatedly throughout the year because it's important to come back to it. I mean, don't you agree that we should kind of revisit these things? Absolutely. I don't know. How often? I mean. I recommend quarterly. Okay. Like even like vision boarding and things like that, like stuff in your life changes. Mm -hmm. Your perspective changes. All of these things change that it is important for you to not just feel like, well, I have to do that because I said I was going to do this thing at the beginning of the year, but your life is completely different. So this allows you to have the flexibility to ebb and flow Mm -hmm. in order for you to keep moving forward instead of being like, oh, I didn't do the thing. Now I'm just done. Right, right. And also to not be so hard on yourself if you didn't do, you know, something that you plan to do. Because like you said, we need to be flexible if the last two years have taught us anything is that we need to be flexible. Love it, love it, love it, you guys. Um, do you have a website that people can visit? Or? I, I do. People okay. can people can find me at ChrissyZeggers.com. That's Chrissy with a K, so K-R-I-S-S-Y. Zegger, Z-E-G-E-R-S.com. Awesome, you guys. Please go check her out. And then, of course, you can see her here in person, um, you know, doing our group classes. But she also offers individual coaching as well. So, um, you know, take advantage of that. Sometimes we need an outside perspective to lead us in the right direction. Okay, today's topic, which I let Chrissy um, choose from um, our topics of misconceptions of the art world, is there's this idea that you know, women don't create as good of artwork as men. Um, Why did you choose this topic? What made you kind of like, what what, what were you drawn to it for? What reason? Well, I was drawn to it because primarily I work with women in my coaching world. And what I see from them is most women are powerhouses. They do amazing things but they are also incredibly discreet about all of that. If you were to say, oh my gosh, you just planned the most amazing thing, they'd be like, oh no, I could have done this different and done that different. So when I saw this, it's like, there are women out there that are doing amazing things. The question is really, are they stepping into that where they're actually showing people what they're creating? A lot of people will be like, oh no, it's, you know, it's just, it's just my, my little painting. And it's like, right. oh my God, did you see what you just made? It's fantastic. Right. And it's really stepping into that, that power or like, and I don't mean that like power in a super like masculine way, right. but it's, it's like standing in who they really are and being confident in that in order for them to actually show their work. And I see that for women, I mean, beyond just the art world, in a lot of different industries where, you know, if you if you sort of stand up for yourself, we get, you know, sometimes you get labeled in certain ways, yep. but yep. that could be one of the reasons that this misconception is present is just, are, are, there are plenty of women that are doing, that are making beautiful things. Mm-hmm. I know more women artists than I know men are, you know, the males that are artists. Sure, sure. So the question is really, is there really not enough women doing this or are there not enough women that are actually showcasing and saying, hey, look what I do, look what I create and standing in that. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, obviously we're both women and we're both in creative fields. You know, I think any women can attest that, you know, everything out there is male dominated. You know, it's a white male dominated society. And, 
So do you think that's where maybe why a lot of you know women in general just kind of fall back and just almost, I hate to say, kind of fade away when, you know, they, like you were talking about, like, hey, you created that. This is amazing. But we kind of talk down about it or we lessen it. Do you think it's tied to our society as far as what we've been conditioned? I, there's so <laughs> many pieces to that. I, I, I know. That's a there big are. There, it's huge. But yeah. yeah, like I do. So a, a lot, like even when I'm working with Notice how much you do this. So everybody that's listening to this, notice how often you do this, especially if you're a woman, a woman, mind yes. you. Notice how often you go. It looks fantastic. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I got a haircut, but you know, like I just kind of didn't do it right. Or you always have like a yes, but. Right. You know what's really funny about that? Did you just get a haircut? Um, no, and I didn't. <laughs> um, well, I've been cutting it myself right now because I can't get it with my stylist. Um, but anyway, I was at um, I was out shopping over the holidays with my daughter. Literally didn't do my hair, didn't show, you know, like, you know, was just looking ragged for me. And I, uh, this girl's like, oh, my gosh, I love your hair. And I was like, oh, don't look at it right now. Like, this isn't how it's supposed to be. And literally, yep. that was my response. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as a male, somebody gives you a haircut. I'm going to pretend I'm like my husband here. He gets a haircut and he kind of gives me this look like, I know, like it looks good, doesn't it? Like there's that difference and you can see it on such a small, small level. And that goes for most things. Like think about in if, you know, if you have a career and you do something and you're, you know, how if somebody even gives you a compliment on, on that, you're like, yeah, but I really would have changed this and I would have done that instead of really taking pride in mm-hmm. what you have done. Right. Yeah, we if we keep running in our little perfectionist circles, yeah, there's always going to be things that we could do better. But there is a point, too, where it's just like, shit. I, no, we're fine. Okay, hey, good. You know, we're, we're an artless bastard, so... <laughs> You know, it's all good. Swear words come out. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, like, yeah, you can do all of these things. When we get, when we keep getting caught up in that having to be perfect thing, we are keeping ourselves from moving forward with all of these things. We, we doubt ourselves. Well, I could have done this. I could have done that better. And I'm curious how many women that are artists. they keep holding themselves back than actually showing it and I think that ties to creatives and artists in general where in our eyes maybe a piece isn't finished or it's just not right or like you said it's not perfect so we're withholding it and we're maybe not sharing it or releasing it to the public because in our eyes it's not ready but the funny thing is you know and I've said this before like commenting on um, other artists I follow on Instagram because someone's like oh you know I had this you know, this isn't right or it's not working the way I want and they showed where they're at. I was like, but what I'm seeing is beautiful. So it's it's almost like how do we transition, I guess, out of that perfectionism? Like, do you have any tips or like advice for that? Because I think that's across the board. I think a lot of it, I mean, again, we could go into this for days, but a lot of it is starting to, instead of focusing on all the things you're not doing well or the things you could be doing better or all of those things start embracing the things you do really really well right it's it it is a constant focus i i believe in like putting energy out bringing energy in if we keep putting the energy out that we are not good enough because of whatever the thing is that is kind of what keeps cycling so stepping into that place where yeah maybe you would have done something a little bit different but you did it 
and like owning what you're doing. So again, this can apply to your apply to your artwork or like your entire life. Yeah, but we can use this in lots of different areas. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. But like when you put it together, like own it. Like I created this beautiful piece. Mm-hmm. Sure, you're gonna rip it apart because you made it, and that's like what people do. Yep. But like you made it. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what we that. have to get back to is. You know, do you think it also ties into us having to separate that ego from our piece of artwork? I mean, I kind of feel like you ha- there has because there's artists that have you know, um, you know, had artwork and shows, and I think they want to sell, but then there's also artists that are kind of afraid to sell their work. It's like this weird dynamic. It's I feel there's this constant maybe battle internally with a lot of artists. Um, maybe more so more with women because, again, you know, male-dominated world. I mean, if you just go to Sotheby's and watch their art auctions, all the stuff that's bringing in multi-million dollar, you know, pieces are what? They're made by men, mm-hmm. right? And maybe there's only a handful of artists. I think it was what Frida had one that just recently sold for, you know, I can't remember how much. But it was like she's like the only one that's getting close to those amounts as you know, like Jackson Pollock or whatever. And so I think that's interesting as well. Like even with, you know, artists that are part of our history, I think the women are lessened and they're dampened and they're not given like the respect that they deserve, you know? Well, I mean, again, (laughs) how many facets can can this, can this cross over? I mean, there is, this isn't like a topic that is just, oh, today this is a thing, right? Like this is something that is, there's societal norms that go about all of this. But the amazing thing is like right now we're in, we're having this conversation, like we're starting to create this space where maybe things can be different or how can we make things be different? Mm -hmm. Because there is, when you were talking about, one of the sentences you said before, it's like, all right, ladies, are you afraid of being judged? Are you afraid of that? Because unfortunately, our society puts just a little bit of pressure on women (laughs) to be a certain way, to look a certain way, to do everything a certain way, that by bearing your soul in your art, because a lot of artists I know, it's not just I'm taking this picture, there is some connection to that. Yeah, it's a piece of us. Absolutely. We're sharing a piece of us you know, something, and sometimes it's emotionally based, or maybe it's an experience we went through, but, you know, other times it's just getting kind of that creative energy out of us, right? And it is scary to showcase it in front of other people, because I think then you feel like you're being judged personally. Absolutely. Yeah. So you think about that, again, how does that cross over into so many different areas, but, like, you're bearing this piece of your soul. Mm -hmm. It's like, you standing in something, right? You know that if you stand in one direction, there's going to be haters on one side. If you stand in a different direction, it's going to be whatever. And it's almost like that same thing. Like there's that element of judgment that starts coming in or that I should say that fear of being judged Mm -hmm. where when you start showing up in the authentic place where you created that from, that people may not like it. And as women, again, society norm, we are being told you need to be liked. You need to be, you know, you need to be all the things. You need to be pleasant. Right. We shouldn't swear. <laughs> yeah, well, I ruined that yeah, one. Yeah, right. We both failed on right? that one. Right, right. yeah, I agree. It's like we are supposed to, you know, you know, like act a certain way. Um, and it's it has been interesting, I think, you know, within the past few years, obviously, you know, with there's been a lot of things that have changed, I think, and slowly progressed for us. 
um, without going off on that tangent. But as far as, you know, I would say the majority with our open call for arts, I would say it's almost 50-50 a lot of times with women artists and um, male artists who are showcasing. And honestly, if you went through and I took all the name tags off, you wouldn't know one from the other, right? You wouldn't know, Absolutely. like, you can't look at a piece of art and be like, oh, a man made this, like, it's better. Like, again, it's, you, like you were saying, it's becoming confident and it's owning it. Like, yes, this is you, this is who you are, and not everyone's going to like it, and that's okay. It, it is, and that yeah. goes into that, that uh, grounding into that ability that, it doesn't matter. Right, like right. you yeah. being authentic to yourself is what's most important. That is what feeds you. That is what helps you to create the art. That is it. If somebody were to keep saying, well, you need to have more pinks or you need to have more pretty colors in your artwork. Now what's starting to happen to what you're creating? Now it's not yours anymore. Yes. Now it is turning into what somebody else wants it to look like on you. Now you've, again, you've fallen into this other level of the societal norms of like you need to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And having that level of confidence to stand into your, your creation regardless of what people think. I think that's such an important topic. And that's actually something I had a conversation with an artist maybe about a year ago. And... You know, she's very talented and um, does, I guess, more kind of fantasy, you know, artwork, creating these environments. And, you know, family members and different people were coming to her like, oh, you know, I was on vacations here and I saw this kind of artwork. You should make this. Or, hey, how come you're not making this? How come you're not doing that? And it's like, you got to block those people out, whether they're family or they're friends, because guess what? They're not making it. And it's like, they shouldn't. This is your job. This is your profession. Like, you know, you are the owner of it. You are the CEO. You you run all facets. And, like, you got to block out, you know, people trying to change, like you said, who, you're, who you are and what your soul is telling you to do. Like, you got to do what makes you happy. For sure. I mean, yeah. how well would it go if you went to one of your family members and be like, hmm, I'm pretty sure you should be doing this at your job instead. <laughs> like, but isn't that funny how with creatives, yeah. people feel the need, A, to try to get things for free from us and B to tell us like how to how to operate things where they have no experience at all. Yeah, for it's sure. Really bizarre. And you know, so yeah. I mean again, this crosses over a lot of things, but understanding that not everybody's going to get it. Like, what I do for a living, not everybody gets it. And it's yeah. like, well, how do you not? Like, I see all these people, and they're wonderful and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they don't quite get it. And it's yeah. being okay. Being okay with the fact that not everybody's going to get it. And the people that are going to get it, it's going to be freaking amazing. Yes. And, you know, and that, especially with social media, and everything's driven by likes and, you know, all this traffic. And, you know, and I think hopefully we're moving away with that being something that we're basing success off of. It doesn't matter if you have a hundred followers, you know, let's say on Instagram versus like 10,000. But if you have a hundred people that love your work, that's more valuable than just a bunch of random people just following you just because. Absolutely. It's yeah. just like friends, right? You could have a million of them yeah. or you could have like 10 really good friends and those friends are going to support you and love you and care about you no matter what. And you don't really care about what one of those one millionth ones that are in the middle of nowhere. Like the people that are important to you are going to love you no matter what. Yeah. And that's, you know, when we cross into this line of art as well, like not everybody's going to get it. 
but the lovers are going to love you and they're going to celebrate you and they're going to tell other people about you. And that's, those are the people that you look to have feed you instead of the people that are like, oh, you should be taking pictures of this instead. Exactly, exactly. So let's circle back, you know, obviously we're talking about women in the art world. You know, are there any other maybe tips or advice that you can maybe give them, you know, if somebody's maybe nervous to like start putting their work out there, how to kind of, you know, I guess almost like move through that. Yeah. So they can start, you know, because I think there's a lot of people that are just creating because they know it makes them feel good, but they're afraid to put their work out there. So this is, there's, oh my God, there, there's a million things I love to do with people. But we'll have to do another podcast, oh my gosh, people. Right. The thing to think about is if you want to be an artist that is thriving, what does that mean to you? Mm. What are those things that are important to you that, that you, what are the actions that you would take in order to be a thriving artist? If you were to imagine yourself in that place, and these are the things that someone that would be thriving would do. This is what somebody that's showing their art would do. These are all of the things. Take a look at how that looks for you. It, who cares about your friend that's an artist and what that looks like for them? How does it look for you? Right. And then and it, I think that's great. That's a, yep. such a huge tip right there because it's going to be different for everyone. Some people having their work in a gallery and represented is really important to them. And that's part of their goal. Other people would be fine just selling totally online. Um, some people, you know, like the idea of Etsy where they're packing and they're shipping and they're handling everything. Others don't even want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Absolutely. Like you said, and that's all tied to how we run our business. So, again, it's like you can't watch what other people are doing. No, success, I'm using my little fingers for she quote marks here. Right right. <laughs> success is defined by what you create the definition as. Mm. Like it is, you can, if let's say somebody's making a million dollars doing all their things, but they are miserable and all of that that's not six that that's to me that fair. wouldn't be successful right so you get to define what that is and the biggest thing is like you have this thing that you may see out here me as a thriving artist don't think that you have to go from zero to a hundred tomorrow it's all about right. exercising this comfort muscle where you start making these tiny little steps that are stepping you into creating this new reality for yourself. You don't need, like, that big jump is huge and that can be scary. But to be honest with you, the bigger jump is taking the smallest step into doing something different. That is typically the biggest thing for people. I mean, I couldn't agree more because I'm one too where I'm like, okay, I have a goal and I want to just like, boom, how am I going to make it happen? But it's all those steps in between to get there, like you said, that you need to A, be present in, but also realize, you know, things take time. Anything good, right, it takes time. You have to just build your foundation. And I know it's like, you know, I think with social media, we think there's all this instant success, but no. These people, you know, have been working just as hard for years to build wherever they're at we're just not seeing that as much, you know, we're not, people aren't talking about it, but it takes time. I mean, on the average, isn't it like five to seven years before you become successful with like any business or, I mean, I don't know if that still holds true today. But I, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Like you, the unfortunate part is you go again, you go onto social media and you have these people that were doing nothing. And then like two days later, they're like millionaires. So right. like there can be, yeah, for sure. We know that's Absolutely. not the story and that's not their path. Absolutely. Right. right. Well, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, 
you know, it can, it may take as long as it takes. And, and like feeling that it has to hurt happen in the right, like the certain amount of time, mm-hmm. let's just take time and toss it out the window because now, now that's again, something we're holding on to as like, well, if I don't do this in a year, I'm not being successful. Oh man. Like you might just be tilling the soil and like getting it ready for success to happen. Yeah. And it's like, you're also, you're <clears throat> kind of like setting yourself up for failure almost because you're not really trusting the timing of universe, which that's a whole nother topic, yeah. <laughs> you know? um getting into that but it's like you know a like you were saying you know what is it that makes you happy start writing it down get a notebook get a sketchbook log it write it down and keep refining it right keep coming back and like and that's part of your intention you know intentional absolutely yeah yep workshop is like you need to refine it um, because it is going to change and it's okay. It's okay. Absolutely. I yes. mean, yes. it's actually better if it changes because yes. that means you are evolving and you're changing. Yes. You are not the same person you were yesterday, right? Like that's, that's why when, when I say go look at it every three months, you are not the same person you were three months ago. Yeah. Something you have evolved in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So in looking at all this, take those small steps. It doesn't have to be that big jump into it because the big jump can be so scary that you don't even make us take a step. Right. Take right. the small steps. I think that's a good, we're going to leave it on that because I think the two of us could probably talk all day. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have Chrissy back, of course, because um, we both like talking business. We both... Um, um, understand, you know, talking about our energy and how, you know, keeping that positive, that brings things to you. So, you know, as we move through our misconceptions of the art world topics, once we kind of get past these, um, I think we'll have some fun ones that her and I can like um, tap into. If you guys have a topic that you would like us to discuss, um, feel free to, you know, you can always email the gallery or message us on social media. We are on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Um, you can go to artlessbastard.com, sign up for the newsletter because then you'll get updates for any events, um, classes, workshops, all that good stuff. So you guys, thank you, Chrissy, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been great. Did you have fun? I sure did. <laughs> all right, you guys, thank you so much. Um, it is cold and snowy here in um, Wisconsin. So wherever you're at, I hope you are a little bit more warm and toasty than us. Happy New Year, you guys. Make this one a good one. Like, Let's put some positive intentions and energy out there. Um, for all the artists and creatives to be successful as we move into the new year. All right, you guys, thank you. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.